0: A question that I'm being forced to ask by Max is, "What is your favorite type of apple?" I think that I like Honeycrisp. Like a lot of people like Honeycrisp. I've noticed. I think that Max likes that one.
1: I'm laughing because you clearly let down you clearly let down Isla with your answer. <laughs> You're listening to People Not Things, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs, marketers, and creatives to explore how people are the critical connection of our work and ask why we often take them for granted. My name is Max Kirchhoff, and I host this podcast with my business partner, Isla Murray. Our business, Lama Six, is best known for our bold visual identity work, innovative marketing campaigns, and our commitment to collaboration and critical thinking. We're sitting down with entrepreneurs, creatives, marketers, artists, and others to talk about their passion, their process, and how they stay focused on the people and relationships that matter. Welcome to People Not Things, our brand new podcast. This is actually, yeah, this is our first official episode with a guest, and we couldn't be more excited. Our guest is actually a friend and a previous client of our creative studio, Lama 6. Her name is Serena Bartolucci-Rubino, and she's the director of communications for this really cool staffing agency, recruiting agency called Clarity. Uh, hello, Serena, and welcome.
2: Hi, Max. It's (laughs) great to be here. Hi, Isla. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored.
1: Yeah, I'd love to hear uh, more about Clarity, what you do there, why you love working there.
2: Well, uh, yeah, so I'm Serena. I um, have been working with Clarity for a little over four years now, and I'm currently the director of communications which I have been doing for the past two years. And prior to that, I was a recruiter and an account manager on our direct hire permanent placement division. So, um, you know, for me, it was really cool to sort of see the inner workings of how we worked as recruiters for a while. And then I reached a point where I was able to add some new value to the team based on my previous experience and, um, brand communications, marketing, public relations and all that. So that's how my role kind of transitioned. Um, we're a boutique agency here in New York. We also have an office in Atlanta that we launched last year. And while those are our two core areas, We do recruit in different cities across the nation as well, but those are our two major hubs, and we're a woman-owned boutique firm. We're a small but mighty team, and we recruit across a variety of different practice areas. Um, Historically, we started with office support, human resources, administrative positions, and we've since grown to also cover uh, marketing and creative Legal, finance, and last year we also uh, officially launched our tech division, which is sort of like a sister company called ClearTech.
1: Uh, One of the things I was thinking about as you were just chatting right now talking about recruiting and staffing is, I mean, I I think I generally know what that involves and what that means mainly because I've been recruited uh, in tech and in creative stuff, but uh, I guess could you sort of explain that a little bit more? Like, what do you all do in terms of staffing and recruiting?
2: We like to think of ourselves truly as an extension of the human resources teams of the great clients that we work with. So, you know, we work with companies that are anywhere between, you know, very small teams that are in startup mode to large Fortune 500 companies. You know, anyone that's ever had to hire someone can probably relate to the fact that it's an extremely time-consuming and arduous process, even if you just have one role to fill. It can take, you know, hours and hours of your time to source, screen, identify, meet, and vet people. So essentially what we do is all of that and more uh, for our clients that come to us because they have hiring needs.
1: That's so cool. So, I mean, it sounds like you really partner with your clients then too. It's not just like a uh, you advertise the types of talent or candidates you have, or you advertise the types of jobs, but it's actually really hands-on.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And we really pride ourselves on that and for being true partners to our companies. Uh, Some of our most meaningful relationships have been companies that started super tiny and are now really big. And we've been with them through every step of the way and of that scaling process. Uh, So we, you know, we love that about how we work and it really brings true on both sides of the experience. We try to really connect with people no matter where they're at and build a relationship from there. And we, you know, meet everyone in person and and that's something that sets us apart as well.
0: I totally hear that. I feel like my experience with recruiters in the past has been like, oh, hey, you're the shiny new thing and I can use you right now. And when you're not, it's like, bye, you know? But Mm -hmm. one of the things that was really really important when we were doing your website design was how it was like this, it it was, you really thought it was important that it focused on both the, you know, the client side, the business side, but then also the people applying. And I love that that was, I guess I just wanted to say that I really appreciate that. Like in the redesign, you didn't just focus on the company, the companies, you like really focused on attracting talent. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's why, you know,
2: we're so proud of our work with you because we had all of these great qualities that weren't shown in our old website and all these things that we were all about that were completely invisible when someone would visit and see the first impression of clarity. So now that all that has changed and uh it took a long time for us to really dig deep and and determine, you know, how we wanted to look and how we wanted people to feel when they visit our website. Um and we wanted it to be a true reflection of who we really are inside. and, And that, you know, came from our partnership with you, which is super awesome and it's totally transformed our business this year, which has been really cool too.
1: That's really good to hear. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's so exciting.
0: And I'm not getting
2: paid to say this. Oh my
0: God. (laughs) I remember just like the feeling walking into your office. Like you guys just have this, like, you're oozing this, like, community, like, positive vibe that like is so rare. We would see people's reactions when
2: they would visit us for the first time and be like, oh, your office is so cute or, oh, it seems so great in here. And it's as if they're like in complete shock because it's not what they're expecting because they may have been expecting something that was a more sterile environment, which, you know, in many of our experiences is what it feels like when you walk into a lot of other types of recruiting or staffing firms. Um, So we try to, you know, give that impression
0: right off the bat. Yeah, you totally do. How do you cultivate that? Like, how do you build that kind of energy in an office?
1: Yeah, how do you not be sterile in great yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, um, I got to
2: say, you know, we're- recruiting companies tend to be good at recruiting teams <laughs> and and honestly it does come from the people and the leadership here at Clarity. Um, you know, our CEO Mora is an amazing leader who makes certain that when people join the team, they know these things right up front about who we are, what our values are and what that means. And that sort of sets people up to bring their best selves to work. I know that's such an overused cheesy phrase and at least in our industry, but, um, it does help people kind of get that. And during the interview process, we make it really clear, you know, what we stand for, what we're all about. Um, and that you kind of have to be someone that's interested in people from all different backgrounds of all different types to be successful here and you need to be open-minded and you need to be able to communicate with transparency and be respectful and kind. And so those are the types of people that we look for when we are looking to make new hires. And, you know, as we've grown, we've established more and more people who at least share those qualities who are all different, but those shared common ideals are what makes that team dynamic possible and I think it's what makes that energy you know palpable when you do spend time with us so it it does have to do with the people first and
0: yeah um, that's where it starts and it really feels genuine like I've been to a ton of offices where like you know gongs are gongs when people hit targets and I know you guys have a gong too but it's like a legit gong when someone's gonging and everyone's like really happy
1: That's so, Uh, yeah, that is so interesting. It is so authentic. It's funny when you were, when you were describing the types of people you want to recruit, all I'm thinking is like, why it doesn't everybody just want to recruit those people? Like, why isn't Mm -hmm. that the staff that everybody wants? Because being open-minded and adaptable and understanding difference and understanding complexity is, is like a very desirable skill. It's a very Mm -hmm. desirable thing that everybody should be building But it's funny, we don't, we sort of, I don't know, some folks, and in some cases, I know this in the technology world where it's like, people are like, no, we want somebody who knows how to operate this widget really well and we don't really care Mm -hmm. about anything Mm -hmm. else. And then you put them in a group of people and you're like, oh, they're like a nightmare to work with. Yeah. (laughs) And that makes everything bad, even though they understand how this widget works.
0: And I feel like, Max, you said something the other day. I was talking about like designers we work with and everything and just like really like, singing the praises of a couple of the folks that we work with in particular and we were kind of talking about how like communication and attitude almost like well definitely it trumps like like skills because you can to some degree teach skills but you can't necessarily teach that collaboration vibe Mm -hmm. that like Mm -hmm. we're all like pretty positive and going towards the same goal and it's not really about egos and stuff.
1: Yeah, I'd love to sort of circle back because it's so cool that we went sort of right into really granular stuff talking about the people and I think that's so interesting. And I think like to kind of go back up a level a little bit. And um, this is some, one of the things I was thinking about. Uh, when we talked about having you on the podcast, Serena, I didn't consider it at first. I was just like, wow, this would be really exciting. Uh, we like Serena. We'd love to talk about Clarity. We've done great work with them. The more I thought about it, the more I realized like recruiting is almost a really perfect first episode for us because the whole theme of our podcast right is how uh all of our work centers around people and relationships and not about stuff and things and in recruiting people are both the product and the customer right and like and the service itself and so it is like and in like you could not have an office you could not have computers you could not have telephones you could not have anything and you could still do recruiting like you can just walk around with people and into other offices and because it's all about people in relationship building. Um, and so I was just thinking about how interesting that is. And I really, um, I guess like, is that something you all talk about? Is that a thing that you consider when you talk about the service you provide? Like how deeply human it is?
2: Absolutely. It definitely is. And um, that is something that at once is the greatest joy of working in this industry. And also it can be the greatest challenge as well because you're working with people and people have emotions and people have feelings mm-hmm. and people have demands, you know, and all of these things are what we're navigating day in and day out and it yeah. takes, you know, great listening skills and patience and the ability to provide sound advice and guidance that you know make us tick and those things are are hard those can be really hard to do i mean people come to us when they're oftentimes you know at maybe not their peak in their lives maybe they're looking for something new because they aren't happy where they're at or because of a job loss or because, you know, something's clearly not working out. And even if you get a message from a recruiter and you're not active on your search, if it piques your interest and you're like, hmm, well maybe I'll take the call, you know, that means that like maybe things aren't as peak as they could be for you. So Mm -hmm. people are going through a lot of emotions when they come in our doors. And, you know, we are mindful of that. And, you know, we're dealing with people we're trying to find people that will forge the best connections with the people that work at the companies that are our clients and we're people in the mix too. So we're having those conversations on both sides, which makes it, you know, like definitely not the kind of industry that all people will excel in, but people who have a human centered mindset and understand the emotions that people are going through when they're coming into our doors, or maybe who understand the urgency a client, you know, is experiencing when they're trying to fill something that they needed to have filled yesterday because somebody announced they were leaving spontaneously. It's like, there are so many heightened emotions and being able to just kind of remain calm and focused and be, you know, a point person on both ends is, What's amazing about this job, but, but it can definitely be hard too. And, and it's definitely at the top of our minds all the time.
1: Yeah. As you were saying that I was, I was thinking sort of also about the website again. Um, and one of the big pieces of the website that I found most interesting, uh, which is really funny because it's not necessarily, you know, the homepage or some of the most like beautiful compelling parts, but it was actually the FAQ. And I remembered when we were talking about relaunching your website and sort of refreshing the brand and you had talked about the FAQ many times. And I'll be totally honest, in my mind, as just like a developer sort of person and creative, I was like, oh yeah, FAQ, FAQ, no big deal. You know, it's like the stereo manual of what you do. That's like, um, you know, just the frequently asked questions if something comes up. One of the things I didn't think about until after I read it was like, you, like you're just saying, people are in these like vulnerable moments Um, And they're feeling unsure about what's happening around them. They don't understand expectations. And I think that's like whether you're a senior person in your career and maybe you have a family or other financial commitments and you're like risking some of that now, or if you're somebody new to it and you're like, I don't want to fail, but I have no idea what to do. (laughs) And when I started to read the FAQ, I was like, oh my gosh, like Serena, I think, I'm not sure if you wrote it or someone else wrote it, but I was like, they're really putting themselves in these people's shoes to write this because it's like, the like top tips of like how not to fail and how to feel better about what's happening. And I guess I just wanted to chat about that. And like, is that something that just naturally came about or was that very intentional?
2: It, you know, it's a little bit of both. And one thing that I can say that is definitely true, you know, for me personally, and is also true for a lot of other people on the team is that the reason we can understand so well what people are going through is because most of us have been in the shoes of our candidates and of the job seekers that come to us, myself included. And this is kind of just like a fun little story to kind of further prove some of the stuff I was talking about earlier. But
1: yeah, sure. The
2: reason, yeah. I mean the reason I know about clarity is because when I first moved to New York city, A long time ago, (laughs) it was, you know, my, actually my older sister had uh, graduated college, moved to the city, didn't really know exactly what she wanted to do. And so she was introduced to clarity. So she ended up actually finding her first job as an assistant in digital marketing through Mora, And Mora is our CEO and she was my sister's recruiter huh. and helped her on her way to get her very first job. And this is probably like 15 years ago. Wow. And so when I graduated a few years later, I knew I wanted to, to move to New York. You know, I majored in political science, which I mean, you know, Barring <laughs> political commentary, I'm glad I'm not working in politics right now. <laughs> but, I, I you know, also,
1: I majored in philosophy and I'm happy I'm not <laughs> working in law or philosophy.
2: <laughs> yeah, right? But like, that's the beauty of the liberal arts degree. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, you know, showed up on the scene and my sister Nadia was like, okay, you've got to meet Mora. She's great. She can point you in the right direction. So I did. I met with her at that point ended up learning all about clarity and how the business worked and how they could help me. And then decided to meet with a bunch of other recruiting agencies also, which is totally fine. And most people who are active on their search do that. We encourage that you don't need to exclusively work with us. Um, But you know, I did come in, met with her, had a really positive experience and I ended up finding a job elsewhere, but remained in touch with her throughout the different transitions in my own career. And so coincidentally, after visiting so many recruiters and learning about the industry, I ended up getting hired by a different recruiting agency to be a recruiting assistant. Yeah. So it was, you know, interesting because it's was it was not a career path I even really had known existed. And this is very common because most people that come to us find out about us through a friend or something. And they're like, Oh, this actually seems pretty interesting. I didn't know this was a thing for one. And secondly, you know, didn't know how this could help me on my job search. So I ended up doing that for a bit, moving in house at a different large media company and then completely changing course and moving into communications. Um, But during different stages of my career, I would always sort of shoot more on note and be like, you know, how's it going? Like when I was looking to yeah. move in house, I was like, oh, how's it going? And even though she didn't help me get a job in that moment, the, the large company I ended up working for utilized Clarity. Cool. And so she became basically my recruiting agency contact and we reconnected that way, which sort of furthered our relationship professionally. And then, you know, fast forward five years after five years in PR and communications and content strategy, et cetera, et cetera, at some different yeah. agencies, I reached back out and was like, hey, I'm looking to return to recruiting, I think, because I think that I've built some new skills and... Uh, I'm not so psyched about the environment I'm currently in and let's talk, came in, had a great talk and ended up, you know, being exposed to some new opportunities that were open here and decided to take the leap. But it's because I knew her from so long ago and she's someone who made that effort to stay in touch with me, even though she never placed me anywhere. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's what we try to do with people, you know, that we meet at any stage of their journey. And, you know, that my own personal experience is very true to what a lot of people go through, whether we place you or not, you have a friend here. Once you've started working with us,
0: I feel like that's really rare in the recruitment Mm -hmm. world. It it is.
2: It totally is. because Do
0: do I have any other recruiters from the past
2: that I talked to?
0: no she's the only one
2: you just feel a
0: relationship with yeah you just feel like a number or like a cattle Mm -hmm. like a cattle a cow
2: (laughs) I don't know (laughs) exactly it's true it's true yeah so we we try to make people not feel that way
1: it's yeah that's so interesting I oh my gosh I was there's two things I was thinking about one is I I was recruited for a very large tech company that I won't mention, but if anyone wants to look on my LinkedIn, you can figure it out. Um, and I had a recruiter there who was very nice to me and great and everything, and got me in, got me in the door. And I ended up in a job that just was not what I thought it was, um, and I just didn't feel like it was, you know, sort of sold to me correctly. And I actually reached back out to that recruiter because I was like, I think this is the right thing to do is to reach out to them, not to not to be angry about it or something, but just to be like, hey. I think something went wrong. And that person was basically like, I don't care, (laughs) which is so strange because especially in tech, it is such a competitive field, as you know, probably with clear tech. And there's like so Mm -hmm. much staffing going on and recruiting. It's like, I was like, man, this was an opportunity to build a relationship that you just totally passed on. And um, Mm -hmm. that's so interesting to hear the counter example of what you're saying, which is like more like literally going out of her way to just maintain that connection.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And it is rare. So, yeah, you know, and it's not easy to do with every single person, but we try our best.
1: Yeah. And that's so cool. I think one of the things I'm learning as I get older that Isla and I both learned as we started Lama Six was like some of the best stuff you're going to do in your life is not these like flash in the pan moments of mm-hmm. high heat intensity right away. It's actually this like soup that's simmering on the back burner. And it's like these relationships that you're managing, maintaining. Like Isla and I, when we started Lama 6, had known each other for a few years, I think four years at that point, four or five years, and had like talked about it um, as an idea just long before we actually launched something. And it's because like just having those connections and understanding those relationships and having like security in that is so cool. I'm sure that's true with you and Marta too. It's like not only did you keep reaching out and put in that energy, but you like trusted her more now too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, so true. And, you know, I completely agree with what you're saying as well. And it's sort of the one thing I think people don't fully understand or learn when they're maybe, you know, new to the job market as a young professional is that, you know, every move you make will mean something down the line in the future and only when you you know maybe you hit a certain milestone in your career you finally arrive in a place where you feel confident in your abilities which can take a long time or longer for some than others do you recognize that all of those moments added up to something that make you capable of what you're capable of in that time and all those transitions and things like that and all those people you meet along the way Shape you, and it's those people that you actually keep in touch with that can be the most important down the line, so like you never know yeah. and you never know where it's all going to lead, but you know paying attention to the people who are nice to you, who are kind to you, and who are listening to you along the way can really make a huge difference in where you end up
1: yeah, for sure that's so cool it's It's funny I just I realized that so many career decisions I made because I was upset are angry with things and that those were like not that those were mistakes those are like bad situations i'm glad i got out of but i should have been really thinking about like who do i want to be working with and where do i want to be instead of like where do i want to be out of and mm-hmm. that's so interesting huh. yeah and that i think like to the human part of that right it's like i think very often as people in all kinds of parts of our lives we stop doing things because they're bad or we don't want them or whatever but we don't think about starting to do things because of something we love. Um, which is, like, such a more powerful way to do something. <laughs> With yeah. It, it's like,
2: yeah, absolutely. No, it's – yeah, I can relate to that as well, for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd love to also talk about – Uh, I, I don't know how to say it. Is it hashtag Clarity Cares or just Clarity Cares? I only ever read it.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. I and mean, that's really funny that, to, hear, to hear it that way. But, you know, we don't usually – Say the hashtag out loud. However, we do use <laughs> it as a marker. Um, am, I a, am, I a, am I?
1: Am um, I? Am I a boomer now? Am I going to say it? <laughs> Hashtag clarity cares.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I get. You know, that concept came came to fruition when we, you know, had been really looking at what we were doing and recognizing that. It wasn't really known to the world. And this, you know, Clarity Cares, it's kind of twofold. It's um, the overarching umbrella for our value system. And it's also kind of more literal on social media, what we tag things that pertain to us caring for our community and our team and our surroundings and things like that.
1: So yeah, if folks wanted to see about Clarity Cares as we started talking about it, um and we're going to talk about it a little bit more. Um it's actually on the website for clarityrecruiting.com. Um and you can check out the Clarity Cares. I think it's in the top navigation. I built the website, so yes. I should know that, but I'm pretty sure. Um and it sort of details, you know, your core values, the initiatives that you're doing, like what the what the center of all of that is. Um I would love I so I'm sort of obsessed with and you can probably figure out why based on the fact that we have a whole podcast around people um the core value and I'm quoting directly here we are committed to ensuring that no candidate or client feels like a number um obviously yeah, I I'm, love obs- that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that because I feel I have felt like a number very often in my life <laughs> um and I was sort of curious like Are there specific things? I know we were talking more generally about it, but are there any specific things you do when you communicate with people to like make sure that doesn't happen, that they don't feel like a number?
2: Yeah, absolutely, and and that that's basically the definition of our humanity value. Um, And this is such an integral part of how we work and how we operate. And you know, I think I mentioned this before, but these things start within our walls. So we make an effort to make sure everyone on each team feels heard in our office first and foremost and by giving that you know sense of inclusion to our team members
1: yeah like empowering they are able
2: them. and empower yeah exactly empowering them to you know feel like their voice matters and can be heard is what helps inform how they're able to communicate with their clients and candidates. And we, you know, try to have workshops where we do deeper dives into our values in terms of, you know, things that have happened that are representative of them, you know, in our day-to-day lives and kind of pepper that in during all hands meetings and different things that we do internally to make sure people remember, you know, what we're all about. We. Like we probably, maybe at this point it's you know become a little bit too clear because we were just so <laughs> excited about everything last year <laughs> relaunching but you know it's a huge part of our onboarding process and we you know every week on Mondays we have a meeting where everyone says what's hot on their plate in front of the whole team we, you know bring in our remote team members on you know video call and everything and um, we want people to feel really comfortable talking about what's going on, what they need help with, what they, you know, need from the team to be successful and take it from there. And then on, you know, smaller teams, they have their own meeting where they can collaborate and that, you know, sense of listening and helping one another really helps. Also, I mean, you know, just from a business standpoint, we're also, you know, we're a recruiting agency. We value humanity and all of these, wonderful, nice things, but you know, everyone's also working t- to make a living and you know, yeah. our teams are incentivized a little bit differently than other agencies because there is financial reward and collaboration here, wherein at other agencies, huh. you're kind of all in it for you. And that is by, so
0: interesting. Yeah. Wow. So it's
2: designed that way. I think, uh, I honestly think that that's a huge, uh, piece of what you know enables us to to operate in the way we do and and for our you know kind of personality to shine yeah and our and all these things because like by helping each other you help yourself and other agencies and other sales organizations aren't like that at all
1: it's just so funny we we think about that a lot how do we encourage better collaboration and with our our kind of work it's I think uh I don't want to say it's more natural it just makes a lot more sense um because when you're able to collaborate you can kind of get better ideas but it's so funny i never thought about that like with recruiting and sales um you're not necessarily working like with like cr- uh creative ideas directly and so it's like how do you incentivize that that's so interesting
0: yeah uh, right mm-hmm.
1: i'm sure yeah, like th- go ahead
2: i was just going to say that it's not a common agency structure it's um you know yeah, more often than like not, not the case each- or splits are different so that you know you might get a tiny piece but it might not be worth your time but here it's it's definitely arranged to encourage that collaboration
1: well and it's it's so funny uh because it encourages competition but competition of your of clarity against others rather than competition within clarity which is Mm -hmm. really that's that's really not good for anybody probably right
2: (laughs) yeah that's definitely true and we also another thing that we do to to you know kind of encourage that spirit is we celebrate each other uh, cool. a lot <laughs> and we you know when <laughs> someone has a big win you know we also use slack and so no no you know good deed goes unannounced and <laughs> and people are gonna get you know uh called out for doing awesome things and you know making exceptional placements or getting through challenges with certain clients or candidates or whatever it may be and, and we're all like you know there to to encourage each other and be excited for each other i think
1: everybody needs a slack channel like that this has been so cool
0: yeah Um, Serena, thank you so much
1: thank you you're
0: welcome it's (laughs) been talking too much no No, no. you're awesome and it's also just so nice to see you yeah (laughs) i know
1: it is it really is and it's like no i miss you guys i
0: don't get to harass you anymore
1: It's so cool also because I, I mean, I sort of knew some of the things you were going to, or I shouldn't say knew, I sort of assumed and thought some of the things that you shared, but had not heard them, I guess, directly. And it's so cool to hear that. And it's like, it's funny because when I reflect on like some of um, our clients in the first year, because you were in the first year of our operation, um, they were so formative to what we have done and become and given us confidence in a way And, like, so thank you for that because I think that really, like, gave us confidence to continue to do what we do best. Um, Yeah, and
0: it really felt like, I mean, we really felt with that relationship, it was so mutual and so collaborative. And, like, we really felt like part of the team and, like, we were working through it together. And that's definitely the kind of partners that we look for Mm -hmm. now. And, um, yeah, you really made that possible right at the beginning yeah. oh thanks well, it's so,
2: it's so <laughs> nice to hear that and, and you know we do you know mean everything that we said and you know I I think it helps because I've worked at you know some bigger agencies before that were not really huge but you know like I know how much time goes into making these things yeah beautiful and like the thought that goes into it and like that that's helpful too because I think you know Understanding what's going on in the back end, at least to a certain extent, is helpful, especially for anyone out there that's thinking about bringing on a creative agency. It's like, you know, ask questions and, and understand what's happening so you feel better about it. Yeah. Because it's like a lot of work that goes into making these things and a lot of time. And you need to sort of appreciate what creatives are doing if you're not one. You know, and and <laughs> that helps make the relationship work oh my God. more smoothly. Be
0: our communication.
1: <laughs> <person>. <laughs> so cool, awesome! Thank you so much, Serena, for sharing your time with us and Yay. all of your thoughts and your energy about Clarity. It's so cool to see what Clarity is up to. Um, for anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you're interested in any more uh, information about Clarity, ClarityRecruiting dot com. Uh, they have the water cooler which is their blog that serena i think is pretty regularly writing for uh as well as if you're in the new york atlanta area or even other areas reach out to them if you're looking to work with some really great people and as usual thank you isla my wonderful co-host here this podcast is brought to you by llama six our creative studio people not things is sort of birthed out of our whole our whole core value that we believe people in relationships at the center of the universe Uh, if you'd like to work with us please always feel free to reach out um this has been great serena thank you so much uh and yeah thank
2: you you're so welcome thank you so much for having me this was really fun and good luck on the rest of your episodes thank you
1: Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. bye
1: find and subscribe to people not things wherever you listen to podcasts our music was created by mary blount if you'd like to be on the podcast or have feedback about the podcast, please let us know at peoplenotthings.party. That's right, we don't have a .com; it was taken, so it's peoplenotthings.party. This podcast is a production of Lama Six, our creative studio. We focus on brand, visual identity, website design, and a whole lot more. We've worked with tiny early stage startups and giant brands. So if you're looking to take that next step with your marketing or creative work, let us know. We're there to help. Until next time.